Hello, and welcome to our podcast. We want to teach you stuff and make you laugh and also turn you on. I'm Sleeping Girl. I'm Cece. And we're the two hip chicks. So let's take a shot and get this show on the road. All right. Today, we're actually taking shots. (laughs) Do we not usually? We we have not been taking shots for like a really long time at this podcast. We've been like, well, we're just going to have a sip of our wine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do we sound all like... That's what what we sound like. Is it what we sound like? I think so. Oh, no. Yeah, well... Okay. So, I'm We're taking shots. Are you having Fireball, too? I'm having Fireball, too. So, we're both having a shot of Fireball. It is like 10.30 at night, and we're doing this way too late, but I don't care. Oh! Oh, it went red right when we clinked. I know, it's not great. All right, cheers. Mmm... I love Fireball. Who does not love Fireball? I think Fireball is my favorite thing to take shots of. It's probably not my favorite thing to take shots of. No. No, I like mead and I like, oh, amaretto. Neither of those are like Mm. shooting liquids, though. Fireball is like a thing that you take shots of. Oh. Well, some of us don't like Bernie. No. I like Fireball. Oh. Of the throat. (laughs) I think the time for that kind of humor is past. I just want to make sure. Someone's, I just want to make sure. Someone's listening to this in like 2024 and Bernie Sanders is somehow still running for president. Oh my oh. god. Alright. Uh, let's start. Let's get this going. Hi. I'm Sleepy Girl. And I'm Cece. And this is our Two Hip Chicks podcast. What are you laughing at? We are... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. Keep um, going. Well, now you fucking screwed me up. This is our Two Hip Chicks podcast where we talk about kink and hypnosis stuff. Yep. uh, Stuff related to the stuff that we do in our lives. Um, Yep. This podcast is not safe for work, and please don't listen to it while you're driving because we do transferring this podcast, which we usually try to mark, but stuff happens. Um, Yeah. So. I didn't uh, say it. Oh, no, you didn't say it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyways, uh, if you can't tell, I'm actually like more drunk to starting this podcast than I have been in a while. <laughs> well, because we were doing it in the afternoon. Yeah. This right. is actually. We had to like pound drinks at 2 p.m., but we would never do that because we would just. I would totally do gen- that. Actually. Gently drink in the afternoon. I would totally but now do it's that. like 10:30 at night, and I got drunk, and I was like, you know what we should do is record a goddamn <laughs> podcast. Yep, that's actually what happened. Anyways, um. I, at, at this point, I don't super know what this podcast is going to be about. Um, no, we, you don't admit that. Well, yeah, we got to admit that. We got to oh. be candid and, like, you know, lay ourselves out there and be like, y'all, I don't know what's going on. And then you say the thing where it's like, you probably have a better idea than I do about what's in this podcast because you've seen the title of it and the summary that I have to write in two days. But, um, well, but no, so, like, huh? we... <laughs> We did a, we did a really lovely rope scene today, and it's been a long it time. Was, it was very lovely. It's been a long time since I've. It was very painful. I've done rope, and um, we did a rope podcast like four years ago. It was like our sixth episode or something, and I don't remember at all what was in that podcast. Um, no, I think it was mainly rope. To yeah, be honest. Prob- I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know. We probably talked. About I have trans. no idea. I don't remember any of the stuff from like the earlier podcasts. Um, they were a long time ago, guys. But I think there's probably stuff to revisit about rope. Like, the way that I do rope now is really different than four years ago. Um, and I have a lot more to say about it. Um, but I also don't know if that's the topic we're going to be sticking on because we've been talking about a lot of other stuff anyways. But So we did this rope scene today. Um, I've been, during the quarantines, I've been going to a lot of uh, Barkus classes. Barkus mm-hmm. is a well-known rope educator who I've probably talked about on the podcast before. Um, I don't know. That's true. Well, they teach, uh, so they, they're, they're definitely a rope person. Um, they're known for doing, they, they wrote a book about like rope as a conversation kind of thing, mm-hmm. like rope as communication, rope as an interview sort of thing. Um, Have you read it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah, it's a really, if you read it or it's not. a really good book, and I, I super, super recommend it. It's called The Archaeology of Personalities in mm. Linguistic Approach to Rope Bondage or something like that. And like, Hot. I, I really recommend this to um, everyone 
like even if you're just a hypno kinkster or you do other kinds of kink or whatever um it's just a really good book and a lot of the stuff that Barkus teaches is incredibly applicable to like everything everything especially yeah. hypnosis like I don't know in my opinion rope and hypnosis are like super super close cousins like very yeah. very much the same kind of thing just with a slightly different twist you know yeah no I mean like so much so like even we were uh watching um one of Barkus's classes today mm-hmm. and uh I turned to sleeping girl and I was like oh you know this was this you could just totally put like hypnosis in this like in the sense of like just replace this word you know rope and it's and it's with hypnosis hypnosis and it and it was just amazing and and beautiful yeah and i mean there was every time like i will stop gushing about barkus like briefly but like i go go to go to their classes like even if you know nothing about rope even if you are just a purely hypnosis person go to a barkus class they're a great presenter you'll, too. you'll pick something out like one of if not the best presenter that i've ever seen like at all in the community um so we did this rope scene today um yeah and it was really wonderful and connective and you said some like really romantic things afterwards i did <laughs> And you cried. Put me on this. Put me... I cried afterwards. Yeah. I, I was going to cry during, um, but I stopped myself or something came up yeah. or whatever where, who knows, maybe I was in great pain or um, that probably sounded negative. No, that's all good. No, it's good. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, our listeners know I'm a masochist, but then um, that you're a sadist. Right. But, would you want me to actually recap that? Sure. Oh, all right. Yeah, let's talk a little let's, bit about the scene to, like, let's, uh, open up. Okay, sure. So, basically, um, well, so we were watching their, uh, Barkus's class. Right. And in the middle of it, Sleeping Girl turns it off and turns to me um, and goes, okay, let's go do rope. Yeah. I can't, I can't take this anymore. Which is the hottest thing ever. Like, you you know. Right. Like, you don't get those kind of invitations or whatever. Um, and so I'm like, all right, let's let's go do this. Um, so, so we got ready and everything. And, uh, I mean, a sleeping girl's great with rope in general. We, we usually have very connective scenes and mm-hmm. so forth. I'm sure a lot of you have seen even our scenes for that matter um especially rope and uh but it was hard to explain so it's kind of hard to explain like how this was just like better yeah you know i don't necessarily want to use the word better but because then it it feels it feels feels like that to me though well what are the things so like it was it was funny because like one of the things that you said to me afterwards was about how like I'm a kinesthetic person and like I talk with my hands and stuff um and and that was like something that I've been thinking you talk about with your touch yeah I, I spe- actually specifically I, with with touch right um which like talking with your hands can I I specifically like I was telling you earlier like when we were having this conversation I was thinking about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and I was which thinking I didn't about, know. And I was thinking about, like, I was really jonesing for rope, and I was really wanting to, to, to play. And also com- didn't know that. Like, communicate <laughs> communicate through rope. Um, because I feel like I talk with my hands, and when I say that, I don't mean, like, oh, I gesticulate a lot. Which I do. Wait, which wait, I do. Just... You don't do it more than, like, I'm used to in my life. Like Okay. I've had, people have commented on the fact that I, like, really? am animated well, when I talk and stuff. My mom does that. Oh. <laughs> but I've actually said that you're kind of like, like my mom, mom yeah. sometimes. But, no, and we literally, once <laughs> she was having a conversation, and we held her hands. <laughs> she couldn't talk. <laughs> that was mean, I guess. Anyway. Um, but. Sorry. So, like, when I say that I talk <laughs> with my hands, I mean, like, I talk through touch. Oh, so much so. And well, rope, like, being an extension of the way that I touch people 
is a really fabulous tool for me. And like, you can relate this to hypnosis, like kinesthetic inductions and kinesthetic hypnosis is also a big part of what I do. And the two are very related. Um, uh, but anyways, so like, uh, where were we going with this? Well, maybe I should just, uh, continue. Yeah. So, so we did this really hot scene and like sleeping girl was even saying, so afterwards I was a little on the speechless side. Um, and finally I, you know, gained (laughs) words, which never takes me long. Um, and so something, something that, uh, in sleeping girls and I's relationship has been always kind of an interesting thing. Cause I'm very visual, incredibly visual. And mm-hmm. I, and I rely on my visual, um, to read people. And so when people talk to me, I'm still listening and looking for like tone and, and their expressions. And so when those don't correlate, I get very confused and, um, questioning, I guess, you know, um, but in this scene, (laughs) it's, it's crazy. It was just one rope scene, (laughs) but in this one rope scene, I went through this moment and it was just kind of like, oh my gosh, I need to stop looking at sleeping girls expressions because sleeping girl has a tendency to not always look happy. Um, I I think like right after a scene or, or even just, you know, like in a scene, you have like your Dom face, I guess, or something. I think you have a hard time reading me. I may actually just have a hard time reading (laughs) you visually too, but regardless, I must have a hard time reading you one way or the other. Right. Right. And the important thing was, is in this moment, in this one scene, it occurred to me how much you were communicating to me through touch. Right. And it was just so clear. Right. That, as I said to you before, that, you know, and then I just kind of, I froze up. I started to tear up and then I said, I love you. And then Sleeping Girl said, I love you too. And I said, that's, that's what you're saying. Yeah. I believe you. Like, I know you want to play with me, you want... This sounds ridiculous. I'm sure all of you are probably, like, very confused because why wouldn't CC know that? In a a relationship. Because in a relationship, you go through moments where you question things. And that's just... For sure. That's just a relationship. And and I know that, but... So she she said this very romantic thing to me, and I said, I love you too. And then I said, I love Rope. And then I said, I love Amelia. And um, if anyone question that we were enormous weebs um that's a thing too but uh yeah but regardless so but i'm not rim like absolutely just thought i should be clear on that even though i do (laughs) no 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 we're not getting into we're not getting into anime (laughs) um have blue hair i don't (laughs) i don't have blue hair um but but it's so it's such a thing that um that I do talk through touching, like, mm. and, and it is one of those things where, like, I, I compare rope to hypnosis in this way because, like, hypnosis, obviously, we think of as a very, like, verbal kind of um, thing because the first thing that comes to mind with hypnosis is, like, somebody is going talky-talky and the other person is going flop or whatever. Um, and it's only once you start to understand like the other ingredients that are in hypnosis that you start to like sort of broaden um, your perspective on what hypnosis entails. And we, we kind of understand that to be like nonverbal signals and um, yeah. uh, stuff like tone and expressions, micro expressions, um, uh, touch, any of these other ways that we communicate with each other. And um so we understand that like when you're in a hypnosis scene the two people are communicating extensively even if they're not talking to each other or even if they are talking to each other they're communicating more than what is being said verbally through the like words of what's happening and um we teach a class um called ambiguity and indirect hypnosis 
where we kind of talk about pacing and leading, Mm -hmm. um, which like to sort of talk about what that is. um, Pacing and leading is this NLP idea um, where essentially you want to show your subject that you're paying attention to them and that you can accurately understand their responses and you do that by describing their responses to them so oh that's what it was yeah that was the moment in the class where i said oh this is like well yeah and yeah so so in hypnosis we understand this to sort of be like okay if you're hypnotizing a person and you're watching them have some kind of response so say for example the person is trying to slump their shoulders or something you're like oh i you know i see you're slumping your shoulders and i can i can see that your breathing is relaxing um or whatever like you're just sort of making observations about what you're seeing because it's uh it, it shows them that you're paying attention and they start to understand you as a person who is able to describe their experience and mm-hmm. if they understand you as a person who's describing their experience you can then lead and describe things about their experience that may not be happening in the moment um so that's pacing and leading this idea that like absolutely you want somebody's internal understanding of you to be like yes you are saying the right things right (laughs) and that's hypnosis in a nutshell basically you want the subject to be able to like feel like their experience tracks with what you're saying exactly like the end that's that's the that's hypnosis. That's also the class, which is a really good class. I really like it. If you want to come to it sometime that we're teaching it, I super recommend it. Um, we also may record that. As a side note, we are probably going to record that class or at least that part of that class. We've done enough and times. That's distribute sure. somewhere. So keep an eye out for that, I think. Um, so, so this concept of pacing and leading <laughs> and all information exchanged between hypnotist and subject being communication. Yeah. Um, the hypnotist kind of verbally describing the uh, actions of the subject are basically like having a conversation with the person and the person is not verbally responding to you, but they are communicating oh, through yeah. their responses and they are communicating through their like nonverbal body language and stuff, which you then kind of acknowledge. And right. it's this In acknowledgement. some way or another. This acknowledgement is really important. And so in the uh, Barkus class that we were watching today, one of the things that they were noting was they did an exercise where um, you essentially would sit next to your partner and you sort of like unfocus on on them or sort of like focus away from them a little bit so that you're not like directly staring at them, um, but you're still paying attention. Peripheral. Yeah. Yeah. Peripheral vision. Um, and the whole idea is that you want to show your partner that you're paying attention to their responses. Right. Barkus, being a rope person, is mainly working through touch. Like, Barkus is, they're not super interested in doing the hypnosis thing, which right, is. Right, right. They're not super interested in doing the verbal talky talky hypnosis thing. Oh, I see your shoulders are slumping, you know, but. <laughs> so. Sorry, the talky talky thing keeps throwing <laughs> me because of that stupid song. Oh. I don't want to ask which song. Um, but what? Are you going to say it anyways? I wasn't going to say it if you don't want to hear it. Okay. Say it though. Oh, from South Pacific. Oh. The yeah. talky talk. Talk, yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's the... Um, so... I hate that song. <laughs> so Barkus was saying you have to... If you're not going to be talking to them and if you're not doing the thing that you would do in a normal conversation where you're just sort of acknowledging that you're talking to a person... Yeah. How do you do that? And the answer is you do that through touch. So if you were sort of sitting there watching your partner, they're going to not sit perfectly still. No. Especially if you're in the, I mean, that is. Especially who you. I mean, depending on the person, but like, but still, no one's going to be sitting perfectly still. And especially in your, like, in the context of you're you're starting a scene and you're you're going to be doing something. And so as you watch the person and you see like a little bit of them move so their thumb twitches or you know they sort of move their shoulders a little bit or they tilt their head a little bit whenever you see that response you you touch them there right like you touch gently, them in that place right yeah. with intent and whatever <laughs> and so then and and that's the moment that Cece and I looked at each other and we were like oh and I, I wrote I was taking notes and I wrote down I was like 
that's pacing and leading. I Is mean, that really what yes, you said? Yeah. When I made the same comment? Yeah, oh absolutely. my god, that's so funny. And, and uh, so the idea of this, like, responding to someone's responses, letting them know that you're paying attention. Oh, yeah. And listening and stuff. Like... It's one of the most powerful things. Absolutely. And like Cece and I. In any scene. And and so this is something that I think applies really, really well to hypnosis is that we don't have to just pace and lead verbally. No. We can do this through touch. We can do this. This is something we teach in in our rope class. You can do this through um, uh, eye contact, for example. Like if you you are maintaining eye contact with someone or you know that someone is paying attention to where you're looking. Right. um, And some part of them moves. If you look at that part of them they're gonna know what you're looking at exactly they're gonna know that you acknowledge that kind of touch and and that really struck me like and it, it's really really important in um hypnosis scenes to do this kind of thing like it just is one of those little tricks or whatever you want to call it like <laughs> I, it, it's it feels weird calling it a trick because it's like foundational to hypnosis. Yeah. like you need this yeah. you need this for hypnosis um especially with touch so we were doing the the rope scene today and that mm-hmm. was like one of the first things that I uh was noticing that I was doing was yeah doing the touch thing and I was kind of doing it kind of consciously but it um you know it's one of those things that you can get into the habit of doing which is really cool <laughs> really no no I mean it's amazing and I'm looking forward to it but yeah. um with that being said, it was also an interesting scene because typically, um, for me, in our rope scenes, I have a tendency to have a moment where it's very clear, I don't know how, how else to put it, but very clearly defined, okay, this is, I, I went like deeper into trance, into trance right. versus, and it was just so clearly in a trance state the entire time mm-hmm. to the point that when you were increasing um, the pain, um, which was a really, really happy moment for me, for the record, because um, I told Sleepy Girl this at the time, but we had just seen the class, as we as we mentioned, and uh, Barkus is not necessarily... I'm not saying that they're not a sadist. I don't know. Well, the specific purpose of this class was not to cause to pain. pain. Not to cause pain. Not to cause pain. Which not is, to cause physical pain. Which is not a... I, I am a pretty big sadist. And <laughs> I'm a pretty big masochist. And also, Sleeping Girl has a tendency to mirror people. Yes. This is a, a known thing. Yes. Um in our relationship and, and just in general. And um, so when we, when she got all excited about doing this scene, um, immediately I was questioning, because uh, she was really, really like methodical and very careful of my hand. My hand has been uh, acting up or whatever, like carpal tunnel or something. Yeah. And so she was just really careful of it and everything. And I'm like, oh no. Oh no, is she is she not gonna be sadistic? Is this actually gonna be something that we're gonna have to like and then I didn't even get the full thought out in my head before she like like I think wrapped some rope around my toe or something. I think it was that, your finger. I think it was my finger. And it was just like, Oh no, never mind. No. Nope. No, she's well, no, still a sadist. It was and it was like a really because like we got out of the class and I was like oh I I want to do this like I want to do this but I don't want to do exactly what what they were doing I want to I want to apply the things that I learned yeah and and do it in my style and I got a lot out of it um it was beautiful it It was was really really wonderful it was it was it was really nice (laughs) (laughs) that's what I said yeah um (laughs) but yeah so like (sighs) There was, like, a bunch of other little stuff. Like, I was noticing I was touching you more with the back of my hand, too. Mm. Like, um, and that was a thing, because, like, and 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 that made me think about, because that wasn't even something that, that I've ever heard Barkus talk about, was is touching someone with the back of your hand as opposed to, like, your, your fingers or your palm. Um, but it, it made me think about, like, when we're talking about kinesthetic stuff, whether it's yeah. rope or hypnosis, um, 
we talk about quality of touch a lot. Yeah. Like we sometimes we talk about like ambiguous touch where it's unclear how you're touching the person or you're, or you're touching someone in such a light way that it's unclear whether or not you're touching the person. Or we talk about um, like the speed of we talk about the speed of like how you come in to touch the person and like um, the way that you make contact with someone. If you if you come in really fast versus like if you if you like come in slowly, like you think about like the area around somebody is their bubble and you pop the bubble or you sort of like push through the bubble or whatever. Um, and the, the moments before you touch the skin, like do you hover over the skin for a minute or whatever before touching how you move your hand along someone's body and stuff. And all of these have like different qualities to them. And I had different effects. And yeah, of course. Um, but of course, like it matters how you're touching the person with what part of your body are you touching the person with what part of your hand, you know? And so like it, when I touch you with an open palm Mm -hmm. and I go like, like hand in first, Uh there's, there's usually going to be just because of the way that our bodies are sitting, like a bit of stress on my hand because my, my hand has to be like, my arm is extended a little bit and my hand has to like pull up. So there's tension on my fingers. Yeah, sure. But when I go the other direction and the back of my hand is going towards you, like if you, if if anyone's listening along at home, like if you extend your hand outwards and then you, you turn the hand around um, so the, the back of your hand is facing outwards. You notice like there's, there's less, We're doing it less tension on <laughs> your hand. Um, and so, oh, so much. And it has this different quality when you're touching someone of this, this much more gentle kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I wish there was a video for this one. We'll have, to, we'll have to do this. Um, but that was all, that was something that was, that was striking to me. And, um, what was striking about it for you, though? Like, because it was just, did you have more control over how gentle it was? Yes. Is that... Well, so that was, oh. so that was, I had, I had more control over how gentle it was. I, to some degree, had more control over the touch in general. Yeah. I, I have, I have shaky hands, like, and I've always had shaky oh, hands. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that so. That was a surprise. That so, was a... So sometimes, like, when I'm touching someone, my hands tremble a little bit. And that's mm-hmm. not because I'm nervous or anything. They just do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I have greater control if my if the, the fingers are relaxed. Sure. Um, but, but also, like, more than that, like, ha- as a hypnotist or as a top or whatever, the way that, like, your body feels to yourself yeah. is really important to, like, how you're communicating in the scene. Agreed. So, like if my hand is feeling relaxed or if my hand is feeling like more in control or whatever, or if I'm even there, there's even like some kind of, if you, if you think about like in a romance movie or something and the, the, I might be familiar with that. We're going to, we're going to gender the hell out of this. We're going to say that the, the main guy, the, the male dark and handsome lead goes to touch the woman and he goes in with his hand and he touches her face with his 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 palm to her cheek. Yeah. Like that's got a that's got a kind of sense to it. Sure. Both from the top's perspective as well as the bottom's perspective. And if you flip that, like if you if you see him go in and he sort of like is going with the back of his knuckles to her yeah. cheek. It's a it's a completely different emotional feeling for both parties because like you're not necessarily, you can think of the palm, like, this is getting a little bit weird at this point, but, like, you think of the palm as, like, a, a vulnerable part of the body, and so if you keep, if you as the top sort of keep that closer to yourself, then, I don't know, it's... You're... But if it had an effect on you, see, this right. was the thing. The reason I asked you, right? Right. Like, what did that mean to you? Is because that's what I want to know, Right. I want to understand. This is the podcast where they talked about hand position for like 20 minutes. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, if it's if it's relevant. I think it's interesting. Yeah. And I think it gets other people to possibly even think about that sort of right. thing. Like we talk about in that one class or whatever, the concept of not how to do it or or 
or what to do. It's why right. you do it. So that's what I was trying to get to is the concept of, I'm sure there's lots of people that have done the forward hand or, or you know, mm-hmm. and maybe didn't know why or whatever. And I think that's I mean, awesome. if you think about it, like, and, and I'm not like, as I'm sort of thinking about all this random crap, I'm sure. not, for the record, I'm not like assigning these things meaning to myself. I'm just sort of like, hmm, maybe it was this, or maybe it was this, maybe that'll change mm. in the future. Like, I'm not saying these are like static, meaningful things all the time. I also just want to point out the whole time that Sleeping Girl has been saying this sort of thing, she has had her hand at various times very very (laughs) close to my arm and yet not touch and then back away because she's just talking with her hands and i'm just like slowly (laughs) inching closer well that's one of those that's another thing too is uh Oh, I was going to ask you. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I think you're going to say the same thing that probably, I am. Go ahead, Probably. Go ahead. So, in the class. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, I love go ahead. you so much. I'm, so, I'm sorry for this podcast. This is just us. <laughs> you're literally getting, like, just a conversation. Yeah. But in the in the class, uh, Barkus again was in, and we've actually even had other people talk to us about this, other rope people. Yeah. That um, you can just very barely touch somebody. Um, a top can barely touch the the um, the bottom on the side or whatever, just to get them to kind of move into a different right, position or right. something. Like the with idea, a very gentle, meaningful touch, right. and, and um, immediately, I was yeah. thinking to myself, "Huh? I mean, I get it." Of course, I'm going to do whatever Sleeping Girl wants me to do. And if I get the impression that Sleeping Girl right. wants me to move, then I will do that. However, right. <laughs> if we're talking about gentle touches, right. there's other meanings to that in our relationship. Right. So I was going to ask you, which apparently I think I know my answer, you were probably questioning how that was going to work for us yeah of Um, course so we did the scene yeah how did that work for us it was it was okay i mean it was like i think to me it um that that whole idea of like gently touching someone to like invite them to move yes is from my perspective more about like how well you're showing your intent in other ways, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's not just about the touch. Like, if you just sort of, like, gently touch someone, that's not necessarily an indication that they should be moving in any direction or something. Okay. And also, like, you're talking about, like, me being very close. And, and, <laughs> and if, I'm, if I'm very close or if I'm actually touching you, like, there's a tendency either for, like, trance, which is happening right now, or... A, a, a leaning into the touch as opposed to being directed in some way. But that also comes from like years of us having experience together with a lot of our trances having like, I have said the words like calibrating to my touch and like understanding my touch so many fucking times. Like, also apparently the longer you keep it there, <laughs> the deeper I go, it turns out. And, and I didn't even know that. And that's just like a hypnosis thing. Like, huh. it, but it's one of those things where it's like, kinesthetic, <laughs> kinesthetic hypnosis is so we weird. We definitely did not mark the trances. <laughs> right. No. Well, I we don't did think, warn you. I don't think they're going to, people are going to be able to feel my touch through the podcast. Oh, that's that would a good be, point. That'd be really weird. That um, is a good point. But so... Uh, kinesthetic hypnosis is really interesting because like there are some things that you can say are sort of generically good technique for kinesthetic trance I guess Mm. but largely it has to do with like how someone is interpreting touch and the other messages that you're sending someone with your body and or with your words or with whatever like any kind of communication that you're giving them about that kind of thing and then like there's the actual aspects of touch so so basically you're creating anchors and i know we've talked like we've talked about the idea of anchors on the podcast and i think we even went into a really long rambly thing about how all words are anchors because they all carry connotated 
meaning connotative. Uh, I don't think I'm right using word? that word correctly, but but they all words carry a like subjective meaning to someone based on their um, like personal history and experience with it, and especially yeah. if you're in a like long term relationship with someone, um, the the private grammar that you use carries different meanings and weight when sure. you use those words. So like you could think of every word as having like some sort of anchored memory or experience with it or whatever. There's a lot of words. Um, but it's the same with touch in a relationship. Um, and, and different kinds of touches and qualities of touch like carry different weights mm-hmm. and different meanings and stuff. And especially in a hypnotic relationship, people learn what your hypnotic touch is and people learn like how to interpret your touch and all of these things. Yeah, sure. And it's similar with rope as well. Um, I mean, it is for me just because the two are very, think... very similar. But but so, but so, there is stuff with kinesthetic hypnosis that you do that is like, I don't know how to explain it, um, good, good practice hypnotic touch that is more generally hypnotic i suppose as opposed mean, like, to the something down and up. yeah and and like if stuff, you're doing that i'm not gonna like there's also like i have a <laughs> i i have i, I consider myself like <laughs> this really... almost has to be sure <laughs> uh, well right if you say it you can't say it out loud that's the problem um i i consider myself like really quite good at kinesthetic hypnosis mm-hmm. um however I cannot explain kinesthetic hypnosis. For me, it's incredibly intuitive. It's a very, very intuitive process. Um, and it, it has to do with, with, like, reading a person in the moment as well as, like, touching with a certain quality of touch that I cannot explain um, but that I understand to be a hypnotic way of touching someone. Um, so I can't explain it. But I know that there's good technique like that there's sure. things that you can do to touch someone more hypnotically. <laughs> I know sure. that exists. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly though, to be fair, when you like were first, you kind of created that anchor-ish. Yeah. Like I remember when you were like first doing it, you were talking. Yep. While you were doing yeah, it and explaining you know, there are certain types of touch, like literally like, oh, yeah. that's the no, wording and, you used. And, and that's a thing that I do, like, frankly, <laughs> frankly, I do that, like... You think that's intuitive in and of itself? No. No, no I think, I think also I um, do it, I can do it without that at this point. I've had experiences that I don't have to. That kind of thing... Oh. was more of an insecurity thing. I like sort of see. pounding it in with language about how touch works. You would probably I correct. do I do out of insecurity like oh. a lot of times. Or or just like general brainwashing yeah, stuff. I, I do that too. What? I do like your voice though. Yeah. So it's good. Good job. I mean I talk a lot. This is has been evidenced in this podcast. I am drunk. That is a thing. Mm. Mm. We have to, we have to fill more time before we do trance. I wasn't asking for trance. Liar. Was, I'm always asking for trance, so I have to be a liar. Usoski. No my wait, no more really anime. Deep. My voice got really deep. I'm gonna listen to this podcast, and it's gonna have done this shitty thing where both of our voices get really deep. No, it's not. But what? No. no. <laughs> okay. All right. We're gonna take a we're gonna take a short. We're taking a break. We're gonna take a short break. And a little breaky break. A little breaky break. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely gotten deeper. Is <laughs> no, my evil no, laugh? I can't even cut that out. Damn it! How do you stop it? I'm gonna stop it. I think I have to explain why that's funny, though. Do I have to explain why that's funny? No. My friends make breaky breaks. Not even that funny. It's, I don't know what you're it's talking not. about. It's not. It's. Oh my I god! Think I'm really girl embarrassed. It. Well, no, it's. A, I I said it to my friends like once, and then it became a thing, and they they really made fun of me for it, and it's really stupid. It sounds stupid. Anyways, okay, we'll be right back. All right, so we're back from our breaky break. I knew you were gonna do that. I knew you were gonna do as that as soon as I started talking. Yeah. No, I, before I started the fucking recording, oh, I knew well, you were gonna course. do that. 
That's because you could read my mind. Yes. Um, so Or know what my thoughts are. So That's what it was. during our short little break, we got into Just a lot different. of different conversations. But we, we started talking about <laughs> um, the thing that Cece brought up, which was like, you know, th- this idea of, of moving someone with a gentle touch um, or the intent of a gentle touch. Um, versus hypnosis. And, and you were asking me, like, was there any time that I was touching you um, there... You were asking me, like, were there any times during the scene when I was, like, touching you with the intent to move you and instead you went into trance or right. something or, 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 vice or vice versa or whatever? Um, and the answer to that is actually, like, no, not really, because I wasn't putting a lot of intent one way or another into the touches Ooh, interesting. Um, it was it was a, and it was very much that kind of ericksonian like what's gonna happen you know when i do this there was there was sometimes that i was like truly wanting to move you um in in a position or something um and and those times i was doing it probably more clearly mm-hmm. um i mean if i moved in the position you needed then yes, it was more clearly. Right. And and so I, I don't remember any moments that I was touching you with the intent to move you that it didn't happen or whatever. Okay. I also was not super doing the thing that Barkus and Addie were doing because frankly, it, sure. it doesn't fit the way that we do rope as much. Yeah. it That's very much a, like when I saw them doing that, it was very much a like, Oh, that's their language. That's how they mm. communicate. You know, my language with CC is is different. Yeah. Um, and 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 that kind of speaks to the idea of like private grammar, but like private grammar encompassing touch and like the way that you communicate yeah. through touch that's with somebody. Um, I think it's beautiful. But it was really. But there was a lot of like breakthroughs for me in that scene because the the idea of doing something with a partner where you you don't you're not necessarily putting intent into every action and um you're not necessarily like expecting a particular outcome or you're not necessarily like intent like um trying to make them do something specific yeah um is something that I've been wanting to get better at that's that's some that's a place where I feel like I want to improve um and uh, I had a lot of those moments in that scene where it was like, we're just going to see what happens. So it's interesting because um, when I saw the class, I immediately was concerned about that. Oh, really? As soon as we started the scene, well, that I was going to do the wrong thing. They, right, right. Right. That there is a right and wrong. Right. Which our style of hypnosis is there is no mm-hmm. wrong reaction. But now what if we're mixing things? Right. Right. Um, but as soon as you started the scene, I just kind of intuitively came to the conclusion. It doesn't matter. Right. If I go into trance, no harm. Right. If you want to move me, you will move me. Right. I will move in the position you need me to. Right. And that's okay if it took longer. Right. And so it was just kind of one of those didn't even occur to me to be concerned during the scene. Yeah. Which is just wonderful, right? So it wasn't a distraction or yeah. anything. Yeah. And I think that... The, the scene like, was just beautiful. It was lovely. It was really nice. It was nice. very fluid. And it, like, and, and it had been a while since I'd done rope. And it was like, you know, like... Uh, some good amount of time and I did not really even feel that rusty it was like a little bit like a little bit of you know the kind of like generic muscle memory stuff but like but but I think so that that idea um sort of speaks to um why this kind of Ericksonian concept Mm. is really important in hypnosis um and or rope right because (laughs) you Ideally, you want your partner to feel like any re- reaction that they have is a is the right reaction. Absolutely. And and everybody says that. Right. But getting that to happen is another thing entirely because that's something that you build over time. I feel like you can do that like in a short amount of time. Like you can teach somebody that their reactions 
um, are the right reaction. Sure. Um, but that's something that you have to continuously um, build on uh, as a yeah. as a hypnotist and subject, like as a as a partnership. Um, and so, like being able to uh, do and and that's wonderful when you are doing something with intent and you're expressing that you want something to happen and then if something different happens it's like oh yay but when you're doing something without intent yeah and it's just you're going to see where it goes then it turns it you you open up different kinds of possibilities of That's what you're so able to do. interesting. And that was sort of like something that I... we talk about intent. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and In it's, the community, we talk about intent. Right? Like, you and I have talked about intent. Right? It matters what the intent is. Absolutely. And yet, you're saying Doing you found it very interesting and to, fascinating yes. to do it without intent. It was so... And that was something that I was thinking about was like, so we talk about doing things with intent all the time. Like it's oh, a yeah. really important like thing. It's, like it's essential. But it's it's a different kind of intent. Yeah. So when you're approaching someone with intent. Yeah. The intent could be like, I want to show you that I love you. I want to show you that like I have control over you. I want to show you something generic about the way that you're feeling that you're expressing your desire are you gonna cry on the podcast i'm not gonna cry on the podcast i don't think <laughs> i've ever cried on the podcast why would i start now um but but, but you're expressing that was that was that scene yeah i know so you're so you're expressing about something <laughs> i'm not gonna cry on the podcast so you guys could just not yeah cc's not crying on the podcast um no but... i'm actually not there's nothing in my eyes. There's nothing. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm keep interrupting. So you're you're expressing intent about what you're feeling and the thing that you want to communicate to the person as opposed to expressing the intent of what you want to happen. And I think that's a really important distinction that we have to make um, when we talk about in- expressing intent. Yeah. And so and and for me, the scene that we did was very much the former, and there was not a lot of the latter. It was it was a very flowy kind of thing, and um, it was it was a really important thing for me because I felt like I finally got to the point with rope um, that I did not have to plan ahead. I did not have to do anything. Um, I didn't have to like think about like okay, if I do this, then this is going to happen. Um, I was just able to do what I usually do in hypnosis, which is just go, um, and 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 I and my hypnosis experience as a top at this point is I think about the kind of thing that I want to communicate and then it just happens. <laughs> like I don't, I don't have control over, um, how it happens. Necessarily. I mean, I have some control over it, but like, like it's not a, it's not a conscious effort to say like, okay, I want to turn you into whatever. And I don't yeah. like think about it. It just happens. And it was, it was a big, big moment for me. And, and, um, and that kind of thing with hypnosis happens when you have enough skill of some sort. I hesitate to even say that because how the hell do you define what a hypnosis skill is? Yeah. Like, like how are you supposed to explain to somebody what skill in hypnosis is? Some of the stuff that we've been talking about in this podcast, obviously, about pacing and leading, um, uh, the, the, the Ericksonian quality of, like, what's going to happen, um... Any of these number of things are, are important skills in hypnosis. They're not concrete skills. Yeah. Rope is a little bit different because there are some more concrete skills involved. There can be. Yeah. Um, you can obviously do very fun and effective rope scenes with very minimal rope knowledge. Yes. And same with hypnosis. Um, but, but it was not... I wasn't even feeling like... Ooh, I have enough rope knowledge to do this without thinking about it. Yeah. But like on reflection, that that's part of it. There was some moments where I was thinking like, oh, this thing that I'm tying looks kind of like that other thing. So I can do this here if yeah. I want to. So, you know, and it, it, it's fascinating for me to be learning, constantly learning these two things um, almost in parallel, like rope and hypnosis. Um hypnosis being the thing that I have more experience with and I feel like I'm a 
pretty good hypnotist. Um, and to the level of like, it's a very unconscious process for me at this point. Um, and then rope, which is like, I would say my rope experience is like four or five years behind my hypnosis experience. So I can, I can see myself going through the stages of learning this thing. Sure, sure. I don't know. That I'm, makes sense. Now I'm just talking about my own experience. No, through. no. But, but it, was, I mean, it was very exciting for me. It was really um, wonderful. And it was just such a... I just got so quiet because that was just so... It was so a, intense and beautiful. This and is a relationship podcast. It is a relationship podcast. And I'm not even going to apologize for that. Um, but... Which isn't hard because I apologize for everything. <laughs> but I just... I guess you could say this is the first time I've been hearing this concept of it or this part of it, I guess, yeah. to some degree. And honestly, I didn't necessarily know that that's how you did hypnosis. So I am curious, though. This is definitely a selfish curiosity. <laughs> when you're doing hypnosis, hypnosis, yes. um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, had <laughs> to at least once. Um what is your so it's not in your intent what is your feeling oh like you want to give it's just whatever i'm feeling at the time like it's completely whim like there's nothing yeah there are some there are some hypnosis scenes that like i go into with an idea like some of the podcast scenes i'm like okay we have a theme for the podcast i have to do something about that theme but it's that's not like it's it's a hundred percent like how do I communicate what I'm feeling in this moment through language in a way that I may not usually use language in, yeah. um, like, normal conversation? Sure. <laughs> like, I mean, we say, like, I say that I'm a conversational hypnosis, <laughs> hypnotist, Sorry. but... that was my fault. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like, one of the really unique things about hypnosis is that um, we say things in a different way than yeah. we do when we're having a conversation. And yet there's kind of a similar sense of you have to communicate something. So how do you learn how to communicate something through this kind of different language yeah. of hypnosis? Um, so, yeah, I guess that's, I don't know. I think there was some interesting stuff in this podcast. But, oh, Stop. <laughs> You're doing that thing no, I again. Think, I, I think it was good. Um, but yeah, so I think that's where I would leave it. I think we covered a lot of stuff. Um, sure. Obviously, we're in a we're We in basically a talked mood. about one scene. Yeah. Um, but it was a very pivotal and growth building and moment yeah. for both of us. And honestly, a very similar moment. I mean, if you were trying to convey... I just can't even get over that you were literally trying to convey certain things. Yeah. And I was literally receiving them. Yeah. And then even understood the concept of your type of communication. Right. I mean, that's And I think that speaks huge. to... That's Isn't like, that huge? That's, <laughs> like, that speaks to more of our partnership than it does of, like, my skill or whatever. Like, I, I think there's something about, obviously, there's there was some... Like, I felt a level up in my skill, um, but, but like, the <laughs> way that, yeah, right, the way that, like, we were able to understand each other in the scene through a medium that we are familiar with and that we do use a lot, but is even, like, less familiar than hypnosis or less familiar than us just generally talking, you know? Yeah. And I think that's kind of one of the challenges of any kind of kink which is how do you how do you use the medium that you're using to communicate as effectively or more effectively than you might be able to communicate with that person normally. So mm -hmm. I think that's that's the big big brain galaxy brain thought that we're nice. going to leave it with today. Right. Um and and then we're going to go do some hypnosis about lord knows what something touch or rope related maybe but I we'll see. I guess it can't really be just kinesthetic though. I, well, right. I, You're going to have to do get, some talky talk. You get 10 minutes of silence. Um, yep. That'd be horrible. All right. We will be RB. Okay. So we're doing this. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
Uh, I have not been able to figure out what is going on with our microphone. It's warm. I, it feels like it's going up and down volume, but I don't. I don't super care. Oh well. Oh, I hope that doesn't affect. It's fine. No, stuff. I don't think it's a problem. It hasn't turned red. No, no, that's not it. Oh. I, I fucked with the gain earlier, but I didn't do anything weird. So whatever. You Anyways, this you is not. Fuck gain. This is. <laughs> that's what it turns out. That's the rules, and that's the. That's what you should get out of this, guys. Is that? Don't fuck Gain. Okay. I hope there's nobody out there named Gain. I'm going to feel really bad. Okay. If there's anybody out there named Gain, I apologize. Cece's drunk. I'm also drunk, though, so I can't really. Can't I'm not drunk. It. That's bullshit. You've had so I much wine. I drank a lot of alcohol, but I'm not drunk. You're drunk. As soon as you get up, you'll be like, oh my god, I'm so drunk. I haven't actually gotten up yet. <laughs> also... For all you listeners, we all know that now, regardless, as soon as I get up, yeah. I'll be like, ooh, I'm drunk, and I'll probably be dizzy. You don't, so, have, you don't have to be dizzy. Okay. <laughs> Are we all taking notes? This is how you do hypnosis. This I know I am. Tell people about their reality, and then it's done. It's that's, just so much easier that's that That's how way. you do hypnosis. Anyways, um, but we're going to do some... Cheater. We're going to do some actual hypnosis. Um, I'm going to have to remember that I have to talk. It's very important. You want me to talk? That would be an interesting scene, actually. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I didn't sign up for we'll, this. Oh, that would be such an interesting scene, though. I'm We're not really gonna... drunk. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, we won't do that right now, but we are going to just do regular trance right now. Oh, it's... It... Yeah? What are you going to say? I was, before you even touched me, I was just like, oh, trans. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was very fast. I mean, we, I've been touching you a lot, like, throughout the conversation, and you were going into trance, like, a lot. And it was just, like, very fast. I love your touch. I know. It's really beautiful to watch, too. Oh. Like, and I love this whole idea of being able to communicate to you like through my hands and which is like the most natural way for me to talk to you and the most natural way for me to like express the things that I want to say is through my love language which is touch and you know even if even to some degree when we have moments where it's like the very very rare and few moments when we get off of each other's pages your body still remembers like what my touch feels like and it still understands what I mean when I talk like even faster than you do like consciously like if you can like think about separating yourself from your body like your body has this sort of like in like bound in knowledge of the way that I touch you that it recognizes like at a much faster pace than you do consciously so you don't even have to like think about how you consciously interpret my touch like it, mm. it can just be something that happens automatically you don't have to do anything like complicated about that it's a very very simple thing where I touch you and then you have some kind of response and you don't have any control over it and you don't have any like necessarily like I don't know there's nothing difficult about it it just is it's just real. And that's one of those moments where it's like, that's a, that's a hypnotic thing to say to somebody, but also at the same time, it's not like I'm saying anything untrue. Right? That's just a very simple, like, thing. It's all true. It is all true. Everything I say to you is true. We were even talking about something earlier that I won't mention, but you know about what I'm going to say, which is that it's easier when I just tell you true things. In whatever context that is, it just makes it easier when I say true things to you because your brain understands that I'm saying true things to you and you build up this level of trust and understanding of that when I talk to you, I'm saying the right thing. When I talk to you, I'm talking about reality. And so that makes it very easy for me to shape the way that you experience things and change your perception of things and change the way that 
you perceive reality. Very, very easy. And so I think about like the moments we had earlier in the scene and the way that you were responding to me. And like that was kind of a way that I was shaping reality in a different kind of sense. Because it wasn't necessarily that I was making like sweeping changes to your perception of the world. It was that in those moments, in the moments that we were sharing, I was really, really deeply affecting your perception of time and your perception of like just a very small chunk of time with very precise, very deep kinds of like control and also just just the, the power of being able to affect it so strongly, so incredibly strongly. And at the same time, we can talk about how that changes your perception of the world. Like even a single scene changing the way that you feel about me and changing the way that you feel about rope and changing the way that you feel about touch, changing the way that you feel about language and communication and all of these things just from a single scene. And all of that's very important. And so you sort of mark that and file that away as something that's very important. And I just had a thought, which is that it's easier for me to talk to you. It's easier for me to do hypnosis with you when I'm touching you. And I used to think of that sort of almost like a crutch that I liked touching you because it made me more comfortable to do hypnosis with you. But it doesn't really feel like that. It feels more like it's more complete. It's a more full way of expressing myself. Like I'm holding back if I'm not touching you at the same time as I'm hypnotizing you. It's really interesting because like, even in moments like this when I'm very lightly touching you and at the same time just sort of like touching the space around you, it almost feels like I'm touching different parts of you just by touching the space that's next to you. And I think you can even kind of feel it to some degree, whatever that is. Mm. And we could get into like some sort of weird magic bullshit, but we don't have to right now. But it's a lot of power mm. and it's a lot of trance. You can go deep. It is a really intense, powerful feeling for me. And I think that makes it so, so important and so magical. And it gives it this quality that is completely unique. It's unlike anything else. You can come up. <sighs> it's just weird that like a single scene can change so much about like the the way that I do things or the way that, that we we do trance together or we we engage together or anything. It's just crazy. The this so this is like the part where we usually uh break that down uh like really the trance itself was broken yeah down. i kind of was thinking through it almost. <laughs> yeah it was the hottest thing ever it was beautiful i really liked that this is so brainwashy yeah yeah there was a lot of that too i like that i don't have to think about any of that with you I mean, but like, how do you explain to someone that that was hypnotic besides like looking at that, looking at that from like a, a, an outside 
perspective. Like if I if I had seen that when I was young and didn't know what hypnosis was, heard it, right? Like how would I recognize that that was hypnotic? I was doing pacing and leading stuff. I was. <laughs> Are you analyzing I was, it now? Yeah, I am analyzing it. I was like <laughs> describing your experience. I was responding to your responses. I was basically just saying whatever the hell I wanted to say at each moment. I don't know. I would be really interested if anyone... I know, like, people who are listening to the podcast didn't get the, like, understanding of, like, how I was touching her and stuff. But but if you have any ideas of why that was hypnosis, <laughs> I would love to hear them. And um, you can... I mean, if you want, you can, like, message me about it, but there's a... Our, our Discord server has um, episode discussion, and if anyone wants to start a conversation about, like, how do you... What <laughs> made that hypnosis? <laughs> right, what made that hypnosis, or, like, how the hell do you explain what hypnosis is? Um, was I, it hypnosis? I, yeah. Like, and, and I was just going <laughs> to say, like, I feel confident to say that, like, that was that was hypnotic, and it wasn't just, like, oh, we are good partners, and thus it was naturally hypnotic. Like, I think there was languagey stuff and other NLP-ish kinds of bullshit and whatever. But anyways, it... Do you have anything you wanted to say about that trance? Besides all the brainwashy stuff? I mean, if there's anything you want to talk about, now is the time. Well, for in front of our listeners, now is the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that brainwashy thing was really hot. Yeah, you reality-changing... Well, even before that, when you were talking about how basically everything you say is true. Right, that's what I mean, yeah. (laughs) Well, and (laughs) it's... That was was hot. We saw, like, it was in a show or something today that we were watching, and the the person was like, uh, it was fucking Attack on Titan. It was Attack on Titan, (laughs) and I won't say who was talking to who, but, but someone said to the other character... Do you know how to tell a good lie? You have to weave truth into it. And <laughs> Oh, they totally said that. And they, they totally this episode, said that. And this I, last episode. And I uh and and immediately I was like, Oh, that applies to hypnosis. Uh yeah. like <laughs> is hypnosis like lying to someone? Hmm. Kinda is in some ways. No, um, you only speak the truth. Right, exactly. If you if you get someone to understand that you tell them true things, then they know that you tell them true things and they believe you. Um, anyways, hypnosis is really weird and I feel like I understand Am I it. Uh, to me. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> this is fine. I don't know how to answer that question in general. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't actually I'm, asking the question. <laughs> I'm coming out of this understanding less about hypnosis and uh, all this stuff than I did when I started it. Part of that might be because I'm like three drinks in and it is midnight. Um, so I think we are going to head off and probably play Animal Crossing <laughs> and then go to bed. Um, thanks everyone for listening. Um, at, check out our Discord. Follow me on Twitter at H underscore Sleeping Girl. Um, check out my Patreon if you're interested in like writing e ramblings. They're not really ramblings, they're like heavily researched methodical <laughs> articles about <laughs> hypnosis topics. Uh, erotic hypnosis topics um check that out um and uh yeah uh thank you very much for your support everyone it really means a lot as always we really appreciate like if people send us nice messages and uh, say stuff and anyways okay gonna go now bye good night everyone good night